Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Something to Tech About Season 3. New for this season, we are offering digital evidence of active learning or deal with it challenges. The more deal with it challenges you accept, the more tools you will have to support your students as they think critically, work collaboratively, stimulate creativity, and practice communicating all 21st century skills. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a bonus episode of Something to Tech About. Today, Drew and I have come into the newsroom for a special purpose. We're going to share with you our thoughts about what to do during extended absences from work or school. Um, it's a hot topic in the news right now. I'm not going to say the name of the virus, but we all know what it is. <laughs> um, but our thoughts today could extend to other reasons to be home for an extended period of time. Okay, so... As a global community, we are hearing of uh, um, K-12 schools, universities, businesses, um, all experiencing the impact of the coronavirus. So they're staying connected through virtual communications, right? So with this in mind, Angie and I are going to share some suggestions for connecting home, school, and work during any type of extended absences. So if you are a business, school, or university planning for extended absences, we're going to talk about some things that you might want to consider. Drew and I love Pear Deck. Pear Deck's an interactive presentation tool, and it's used to increase student engagement. You'll find it as an add-on for Google Slides, and there's also an extension called Pear Deck Power Up that you don't want to miss. It allows for animations while using Pear Deck. Get started at PearDeck.com for more information. One of the first things that's probably on a lot of people's mind is being... I'm going to use the word mindful, but being mindful of technology limitations at home. No matter where you're coming from, whether it's a business environment or a school environment, the amount of technology in a in a home is going to be very different from what's available at work and school. So be mindful of that, thinking about the number of devices a family might have, and then to be also considering the number of family members that are going to need those devices. Mm-hmm. So yeah. keeping the expectations, I think, in a in a, in a reasonable realm with so many different variables. And I think another big part is the social and emotional impact of whatever's causing the extended absence, Um, because it's going to affect each household differently. So uh, like Angie mentioned about the limitations or um, expectations with technology, that kind of um, folds into what to ask of you know, your workers or your students while they're out of school. So be reasonable with those expectations because we don't know what's going on in their separate households. Yeah, um, and, and think about the youngest, some of the youngest people that mm-hmm. are affected by this. They might even be scared. You know, yeah. they haven't seen their classmates in a while. They're wondering. So there's, there's that impact as well. Exactly. Um, for businesses and as well as teachers, you know, set soft 
deadlines because if we roll it back up, we don't know the amount of technology is that is in the household. We don't know what's taking place in that household, if they're going to have help to do um, the work they're expected to do. Parents may be out of the house, not able to help. Um, different things like that, as well as reduce the typical completion rate. Yeah. You want to you expound <laughs> right. on that? Well, well, just thinking about, you know, in a typical school day or a typical work day, we all have this long list of things we're accomplishing, whether we're a teacher or we're, you know, a work work in some other enterprise. But when you're home, there's so many different distractions happening. There's also that demand on the devices, you know, back to the depending on the number of people that are there and the number of devices there. So if you're thinking about, um, you know, this virtual connection or a digital connection, people aren't going to finish things as quickly. Mm-hmm. Also based on what you just said, do they have the support to do it? You know, is if it's a young family, do they have grandma nearby or is there an older sibling that's helping? So all those people may also be in demand of the devices that are in the household. Correct. And they might not even have the tech savviness to handle some of the things that are being brought in from outside influences, whether it's a boss or a teacher. Mm-hmm. So a lot of grace, I think, is important. Exactly. <laughs> having some empathy for the whole situation. Looking for professional development? Drew and Angie are available. We provide a resource-loaded PD event and would love to visit. Visit our website for more information at somethingtotechabout.com. And I think one of the things to really try to touch base with your workers or the students that are at home, check in. Um, have daily check-ins or weekly check-ins, um, whether virtually, you know, using some sort of like Google Hangouts or Google Meet, different things like that where you can actually see each other possibly. I think that would keep a lot of the fears down to a minimum too. If- mm-hmm. That does help. Yeah. Yeah. And if not, you know, being able to see, you know, FaceTime or anything like that, um, an email, a text message or something, somehow just check in to ask how things are doing, what do they need help with, um, where are they struggling? And I think that will help, like you said, with the, the fear, but also they'll realize they are still being held accountable Accountable. yeah Mm -hmm. they still need to be doing the work but Mm -hmm. maybe not as much as before and it may be it may look a lot different right when you were just talking about you know sending an email or a text message or you know some sort of daily communication or weekly communication and maybe think about our third thing that's really important to consider and that is sticking with familiar communication platforms Mm -hmm. Um, definitely not the time to teach a new skill a new technology skill anyway. Right. If you're already communicating with work or school via Remind, or um, I don't want to make a big long list, but that's what came to mind when you said text message, the Remind app or Google Classroom or email. However you normally communicate, keep that same line of communication going. And then that keeps everybody's expectations of where to find the information. It's Well, it's the same place it's always been. Right. I think that's, that's very important, especially when we're talking about younger students because a lot of times it's the parents that may have to check in like with the remind app and that can get confusing and if they're on extended leave or something they don't need any more stress exactly the students don't need more stress the parents the need parents. no more stress <laughs> your workers need no more um, stress so make it as simple and um, easy as possible I think that's the biggest piece of advice yes mm-hmm. keep it simple remember to be empathetic to the situation 
Connect with us on your favorite social media channel. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at STTechAbout. So Angie and I have listed quite a few examples, you know, whether you already have something in mind that you're using technology-wise. But in our blog post on somethingtotechabout.com, you'll see um, other lists as well, different platforms that you may be using or will have time to teach prior to an extended um, absence. So be sure to visit that. Right. This list that Drew's mentioning is um, mostly geared toward teachers. Mm -hmm. So as people are being asked to craft lesson plans for an extended absence, back to the idea of it's not the time to necessarily teach a new tool, but you could send them to a new site. This would be a good Mm -hmm. good time to send the students to a virtual field trip of a museum or explore something like Wonderopolis and you know, look for something that interests the student. So there's those types of activities are there. Mm-hmm. Maybe even have an opportunity to work on some coding or check out some ebooks. But right, it may be the kind of things that are not typical in your day to day teaching, but could definitely be beneficial. Well, hopefully, anybody that's already experiencing an extended absence, um, hopefully, some of our um, suggestions have. Uh, will help if um, you're planning for an extended absence. Um, Hopefully, again, you'll find something that will be useful to teachers, to students, and as as well as business leaders. And those three, again, if you don't mind me just chiming in here, Drew. The first one is being mindful of technology limitations. The second, consider the social and emotional impact of the big situation at hand. And then the third one is just sticking with what's familiar. Stick to those familiar communication platforms. We think that with those three big ideas, you know, the rest will fall into place. And if you'd like to see our um, extended list of resources, please visit somethingtotechabout.com. And feel free to offer other suggestions and resources That's a great by idea. commenting build, on the blog post. Yeah, we could, we could definitely build the list. Sounds good. Well, I hope everybody stays safe, you know, and as everybody else is doing when we close a, a podcast or any kind of news cycle right now, it's wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> everybody wash your hands. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.